Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're back. We are back. It's 2023 into our 45th year of podcasting. We are not the original rugby podcast, but we are the original rugby podcast. Who is? With, with ex-players. Who egg, is? Egg chasers were there before us. Never heard not. of I mean, them. When, when you say they're ex-players, they original play name. a bit. But they're amateur players, and we are ex-professional players, which kind of doesn't mean we're any... It does mean we're better. It means, it means much, much better rugby players. Uh, doesn't mean we're any better at podcasting. There's a good chance we're inferior on that front. But we are the original ex-players podcast. And we have chosen, Tom, we have chosen not to go with the times and to keep it casual. And both of our listeners seem to like that. I was only joking about the egg chasers. It's a good podcast. So no hate mail, please. And I don't I don't listen to sports podcasts. While we're at I've it, one. while we're at yeah. it, yeah. those that are listening, get onto your phone and just leave us a quick five-star review. Oh no! If you wouldn't mind, is that where we're at? Are we asking for? Well, um, we don't well. we don't charge for this pod. You don't have to be a Patreon to listen to it. Just leave us something nice, or don't bother. Yeah, is what I'm going to say. Or just do one. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to sports podcasts, and I don't really read sports books. I'm afraid to say. Mm. I sometimes think, as much as I love, I like sport. I'm not a sports addict. Um, I really like rugby. If I could i would watch every live game like all the bt games i would watch all of them over a weekend and i'd watch the whole show start to finish of all three i'm that much of a kino doesn't work that way because we have to watch it on fast forward and highlights and you know we have to work you would get bored mate you would get bored of that yeah maybe but I, i don't religiously watch any other sports and i don't listen to any sports content i wonder if my real calling lied in cars but it's too late for me now did you watch the darts last night no you didn't watch it. Oh. The guy with the headphones. No, Gerwin Price, that was. he. Gerwin Price. He went out in... Uh, Ridiculous scenes. Corners. He got beat, didn't he? Yeah. He got beaten because he was wearing headphones. Uh, absolute scenes, they were. Mm. By a big German, the German giant. Come My on, mate Alex Barton Barters on Instagram posted that picture of him in the headphones and wrote, what an uh, absolute helmet. And I, I just want to say that I think Barters is out of order, all right? Because you shouldn't do that. But I did think the headphones were an odd move. Gets a lot of abuse from the crowd. And that's why I put him on. He had he had um, earplugs and those ear defenders on as well. And the crowd aren't nice to him. They are quite savage. But then you also can't turn around and taunt them saying, I can't hear you. I can't Mate, hear you, which he did. So the thing is, Zara Phillips has been wearing those for years at night. <laughs> She wears exact ones. Well, they're branded. They've got like the Royal Crest on them. 
It says the Dutchie. It's got the same Dutchie badge on that the bacon has. Because he can't breathe through his nose. Well, he can now, I suppose. Well, he got his nose fixed. Apparently, he mm. still snores like a bison. I look at you and I automatically think, like you, Bubs, I look at you and I think, snorer. You don't, nope. you don't sleep on your side. You don't sleep on your front because you can't. You sleep on your back. Nope. And your mouth opens like Ken Owens or Alan jones singing the anthem. Nope. Side sleeper, no noise. Really? What, what? Does it not hurt your shoulder? Yeah, I have to lie a certain way. Like yeah. I have to have my, I have to have something to put my... A pregnancy pillow. Do you use yes. one of them? <laughs> Oi, don't joke, right? Um, uh, I thought we still had a pregnancy pillow here and I thought I knew where it was. We'll talk about Christmas in a minute. But on Christmas Day, I was so written off, not like pissed, just I was a bit pissed. I was just so broken by quarter past five that I walked upstairs and looked in the cupboard where I thought the pregnancy pillow was. It wasn't there, but I had to have basically an hour's lie down on Christmas Day, shut my eyes, and I put a cushion, like a pillow, under my gut on the side to support it because mm. I felt so bloated on Christmas Day. Mm. Not good, mate. Just sort of like a like you've dropped a lasagna on the floor and you just have to scoop it back up with your hand to keep it all in. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Um, and got uh, got weighed. Got Wee. weighed. Wee. That's a chalup line. Got weighed the other day at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, 132 kilos. Including that? Shoes off. <laughs> I had a hoodie on those. 132 and a half, I had a hoodie on. Watch on or off? Watch, yeah. I had the big rolly on. No, I didn't. I had a little Apple watch. Weighs nothing. Um, Gives you something to work to there, mate. Hey, we all need targets, short term and long term. What's my target, though? Um, Premature? I would say anything, anything above 50 is good. Yeah. Years of life. Yeah, it's okay. one of those things that it's like, when you've got kids, you don't want to think like that. But it, yeah, I do have quite a lot of admin in my daily life. It would skip that, wouldn't it? Um, mm. I've uh, 132. I'm going to try and get down to early 120s in the next month or 120 so. is a good weight for you because that means you know, you're know you nimble, you're agile enough. If mm. if you slip on some black ice, you can recover. And you know, you need if you need to get out of the way of a, an electric bike in Bath, you can. And you can also whiz up the stairs if you're in the car and you've forgotten something. I was at Quinn's the other week at their training ground filming and I saw Will Collier. Big bloke, tight head mm. prop, big bloke. And I said, what do you weigh, Collier? He said, 122. And I saw Marla, not as tall, but big bloke, very big man. I said, what do you weigh? And he said, 123. And I was like, cost a lot of weight, that. I'm 132 kilos. What did they say? I didn't tell them. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't know then. I said, oh, I'm probably about the same, lads. No, no I'm not. I knew I was more than that. But I, I've been in the gym the last few days. I'm back in the game. I'm doing cardio. I'm hitting squats today, which will not help me lose any weight. Squats and bench. But that's what I enjoy. It's good for your joints. That's what I enjoy. It's good for your joints. But you're right. You do need to do a bit of cardio. Yeah. yeah. What I do is, mate, um, my mate Ollie Hayes, um, who's got a really square head. Uh, he's quite a basic bloke. Crichton. He's got a gym in Bath called SoFit. Yeah, it looks like Crichton. Mm. He says you do a buy-in and a buy-out. You just do 50 calories on a machine when you arrive, 50 when you leave. And he said, because you're such a fat, I won't say the four-letter the four word he said afterwards, because you're such a fat so-and-so, you can do 30 calories in the middle. So I just do 130 calories, a little bit, and it just gives you a little bit of a spike before mm. you start your weights. Skipping, that's skip. good. I skip. Yeah, my Achilles is knackered, though. Uh, yeah, true. You need good calves and Achilles. Are you? I've got good calves. Just got bad Achilles. Are you? Um, how fat are you? Because I, I, I'm hoping you're at least 17 stone. Because you, when you, when you're seven, when I'm 20 stone, I look too much. When you're 17, you look gross. <laughs> I weighed myself. Oh, I deal in kilos. I weighed myself the other day. Um, it was in the afternoon, in the bathroom. And I was 108.7. Oh, that is big. It's not big. I was 110 recently. So. Mate, I played prop for England at one time. <laughs> You're a disgrace. <laughs> that was in the 80s, though. It's true. Baggy shirt. I look tiny. Um, no, I don't want to body so, shame you, but no. you are, that is disgraceful, and you look awful. Did you like that me. little Instagram meme I sent you? Which one? The one that says, uh, 
it's a little clip from Babe, Pig in the City. Yeah, very, very good. Tell everyone about that. It's and very it, good. It's uh, when you've had your, like your last Christmas treat or dinner and the guy in it just goes, that's enough, pig. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. Oh, I, just, oh, I was broken by food on Christmas Day. Broken. I mean... It's the big event, isn't it? It's drinking mm. all day, cooking all day. It was brilliant fun. But um, Do you do your own Yorkshire puddings? Don't do Yorkshire puddings with turkey. Oh. You had beef, didn't you? I had beef and turkey. Mate, field, and, and this is a field and flower pod. Everyone knows that. Field and flower were just, like, because I thought, oh, delivery's going to be dodgy. I put a big order in and I said, look, it's going to be a slightly bigger order. I got it in a good few weeks in advance. They said, "Don't worry, we'll get it to you on the twenty third of December." I was like, mm, "I'm not back in. I'm not back in the postal, postal strikes yet." So I went to a local butchers in Bath and got myself a backup Christmas meal, and everything arrived. And they did put a little bit of extra in mine, mm. which was a little treat, which was very, very kind. And I looked at it and I was like, "There is no way. We're so lucky." Honestly, I actually said on Christmas Eve doing the food prep, I was like, "We are so lucky to have this food in our house." I kept thinking that over Christmas, not just about food, but about everything. Very lucky. And I was like, there is no way we will eat all that food. It's all gone. All of it is gone. Mm. 18 for Christmas, 18 for New Year. Done. Wow. It's a lot of cooking, that is. Get everything ready for that. Well, it's lucky I got, I've got a 12,000 square foot home like Donald Trump, so it's fine. No, sadly, I haven't got a townhouse and it was very, very cramped. <laughs> I did too much veg. That's um, my problem over Christmas. I did way too yes, much. Should have just yes. done. Should just stick to three or four, and that's it. Because that's what yep. you get in a restaurant. You don't get seven or eight different options of veg. You yep. get roast potatoes. You got, sprouts might be an extra. I hate them, but some like them. I get that. Um, I think red cabbage is great. Status thing. Um, yeah, cauliflower cheese is great. I like that because it's a bit of moisture, um, and then. Well, you could just go over the top, can't you? Parsnips, carrots, peas, broccoli. It's never ending. I think roast potatoes, parsnips, carrots, red cabbage is enough. That's enough. And then I think. Where's your green? You need a green, mate. Well, I like, I do like um, sprouts done with um, whole, with pancetta mm. lardons. I like that as an extra. And it takes two minutes. It's so easy. It's the easiest thing you do. Um, I hate sprouts. I, I also I like bread sauce, but the last few years I've made bread sauce, and it's a it's not a ball like it's just another thing. Yeah, I did bread but, sauce, but I did it from a, like a Coleman's packet where you just add milk. Oh, mate, Field and Flower had it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I bunged, I bunged a Field and Flower one in, and it's bloody lush. It was mm. really good, so I won't I won't make that again. Well, I had a turkey crown, which was delicious. Used yep. the, the meat all in there. Yep, and I also had a the King of Joints. It's called the. Um, rolled sirloin, yeah, like that, and it was it was amazing, yeah, and oh yeah, and I made a curry then a couple of days later out of the rest of the turkey, yeah. which was just as nice, and it was all gone. Did a ham a couple of days before, just picked up that, yeah. so I didn't have loads of food left over, which was great, but I oh, was done, I was slightly worried about delivery, but came bang on time yeah so i was gonna my, my backup option was to christmas eve whiz down to supermarket because you know for a fact they'd have loads spare there but you, yeah. you just don't want to take that risk just just no. in case but no boy uh anyway flats but we did touched upon it really briefly the darts was amazing last night michael smith beat michael van gerwin both of them were on for nine darters which i don't think has happened or Michael Van Gerwen's not the same person as Gerwin Price. No. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. what, what do you mean? Same name, almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. And like, you Both on for a nine darter. You throw me there. I knew you would. And came down to the last three darts. Michael Van Gerwen threw first. He had double 12 for a nine darter. Missed it. Michael Smith. Bosh. Did it. It was incredible. Commentators were brilliant. I love the commentary on the darts. Oh, great. Okay. So it's worth me watching the highlights then on YouTube. Just go on, go and watch it on Instagram and you'll see okay. both of them go for nine darts. Honestly, it was brilliant. Uh, first time Michael Smith had won um, the, the, fi- the 
whatever it is, PGC final in Ali Pali. Um, been runner up twice and it was brilliant. Like he had his kids there and it was just, uh, it was brilliant. Mike Van Gogh was won it three times before. Your buddy set me off. So that was on last night. I've loved the darts all the way through Christmas. I booked to go and see the darts, which won't be the same at the motor point on the 9th of Feb. Um, and I can't wait because... Oh, great. You really love it then. I love I love the atmosphere and I bloody love lager. You do, don't you? Yeah. I'm and a lager guy as well. Jugs of it. So what's yeah. not what's not to like is what I yeah. say. Anyway, Absolutely. sorry. I had to, had to finish that off before we went on to I want to ask you... To okay, on the darts though, I want to ask you a question. Mm. Is... So you've got darts on at night. Mm. If... Like, I don't understand. You've got a family. I don't understand how you can sit at home and watch darts in the evening. That is not an option in my house. Absolutely not an option. You're David fucking Flatman, mate. I know. I need to, I need to start. I need you to just, start throwing <laughs> some fucks around. It, it, I'll tell you what happens, right? Well, I'll it, answer it first because yeah, you asked me. Yeah, please. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, the final didn't start till late 15. It goes on till about 11 o'clock at night. Uh, my youngest four goes to bed at eight o'clock so i've got the rest of the night my older kids are fine they're watching tv or their friends around at the moment because it's half term or they're occupying themselves dinner's already been done and cleared up so that is the time that i allocate for either myself and my wife to watch something on the tv or recently i've been watching the darts it's now finished now so we can start a series maybe tonight that is how I do it. What does she do? What do you mean? When the darts is on. Well, they're allowed to watch their own TV. They're allowed to do what they want, text their friends. Um, what what you're now describing to me sounds like Hands Made Tale. And you'll sound like a commander. <laughs> I don't know what that means properly. But I know you're calling me, you're slagging me off again. Dictator. No, no, my I get dictated too. That's my point. Like... The kids have the kids. You're not allowed to watch anything you want to watch. It's not that the kids have got uh, like a separate room. They can the room I'm in now, like we call it the snug. They can go upstairs and watch TV on their own, like I did last night. That's cool. Yeah. That is literally why, like in our house, everyone likes to go open plan and knock stuff. We actually put, we actually made sure we kept rooms separate, so they had a separate zone, you know. So that's great. But then if I'm downstairs with Freya and it's after dinner and stuff if I sat down and put the darts on she'd be like uh, what am I going to watch well why can't you go into another room and, and watch say, it and I'd say ask someone who gives a shit mate but no but I just wouldn't I wouldn't cross my mind like on a Friday night if I wanted to watch rugby I'd, pro- I'd go into a different room because you can't hear it if everyone's in there but, but I do I, go into what we do room. is we have one there's one episode like I can I could go Baby goes to bed at seven, bit of dinner. I could watch two or three episodes of something a night. That is because I'm normal. We struggle. We never, ever get just press play on a one-hour episode of something on TV and watch it all the way through, ever. It takes minimum two hours to watch one hour. We often don't make it to the end of a one-hour episode. And I'm then stranded in that no-man's land. It's like quarter to ten, and I'm like, right, do I start something else now? Watch the or do I just? Yeah, I should have done. But it's like, I, it's hell, mate. It's hell. Mm. Uh, which is why I think, you know, I might have to start getting a bit tough around here. I'd sort your life out, mate. That's what I'd say. Or I'd I love will. to watch the darts. I just, it wouldn't cross my, I would. I couldn't. Like, world's strongest man over Christmas and New Year. Mm. Like, great telly. And like, oh my God, how hard is it for me to watch world's strongest man? It's like, nobody wants me to watch it. But you can have different TVs. Go in the other room. I've got loads of, I know, I've got, I've got other tellies, but... So I feel a bit antisocial going upstairs and watching telly. But right. maybe I need to just be a bit more antisocial. I'm such a great guy during the day. Well, look, if you want to watch something that no one else wants to watch, you're allowed to, is what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We need to get a bit tougher on that. Mm. Um, Tough love. So, so, by the way, for for New Year... Mm. Did Turkey Crown as well on at Christmas. It was great. And right. I also did Jamie Oliver's... Um, get Head Gravy. Get Head Gravy. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put me onto that. But I also, as well as a Turkey Crown, I did a trial Turkey Crown a couple of weeks before Christmas. Mentioned that on the pod. And the meter told me to take it to 75 degrees internal, 75 degrees C. And I thought, hmm, right in the big belly of the Turkey Crown, 
that was perfect. At either end, I thought it could have been done a bit less. So I went online and people were saying 65. Mm. So I took it to 65, rested it for half an hour, 40 minutes, then ate it. Mm. Perfect. Really, yep. really good. 75 is too much. You can do that for chicken, but turkey's yep. a lot drier. So, yeah. Well done. Really good. Well done. Um, and, but I also did the roll. I got, um, I normally make stuffing, but again, field and flour, it's just like, why would you make it? So I got pancetta and chestnut stuffing. Mm. I got the cranberry one. And rolled, yeah, lovely, and rolled that into some turkey thighs and smoked the turkey thighs on the Traeger as well. Oh. Had those as backup. Nice. And then, because the flour being nice, they put some extra turkey legs in there, so I did those as well with just a load of salt and, salt and pepper and oil on in the um, oven, and we just had a bloody feast. But New Year's, I did a whole fillet of beef. Mm. And do you know what I did that was mad? Base did it of, in the oven. Did uh, it in the oven. I was going to say, you base it like the guy from Scary Movie. <laughs> I, I cooked it in my house which is not oh. something I normally do did you seal um, it first uh, no because it was wrapped in um, it's wrapped in the the, in, the mushroomy bit that goes inside a beef wellington ah, okay. and then pancetta instead of parma ham sorry instead of pastry on the yep. outside and it's wrapped like that it's really nice okay oh nice yeah, so it's like Freya's old family recipe you know yeah passed down from generation to generation yeah just from her mum I did a Chateaubriand the other day, and it, oh, my, oh, oh, my days. I saw it, mate. I saw it. Oh, my Hello. days. Oh, my days. Yeah. And I made a, I yeah. made a jus, a real nice jus with it, a red wine and port jus oh. with a bit of thyme in there, beef stock, garlic, oh. some cranberry sauce, um, and just dipped it in there. Oh. Mm. Yep. Do you know what? I've, before Christmas, I went to get... Um, Basically, I read this thing on Twitter and it was like, right, these are the things that are likely to run out at shops before Christmas. Mm. So sprouts will run out, carrots will run out, smoked salmon will run out. Now, I like smoked salmon at Christmas, Tommy. Okay, that's me. That's me canapes. That's me breakfast. That's all that stuff. So I actually did an order. Um, I went online and did an order from a company called, I call them Ramus. They call them Ramus, I think. But they guaranteed delivery in Christmas week. Guaranteed. And I was like, yeah, I'll take that. And I over-ordered on the smoked salmon and it arrived. And I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? I've got a whole lake full. And lasted about 18 hours. Gone, all of it. When you cook smoked salmon, I, I mostly have mine with scrambled egg. Have you tried cooking the smoked salmon inside with a scrambled egg? So it's warm? Yeah. Oh, because that's how, that's how we have it now. My kids rather it that way than on the side. The problem I've got is I've got kids who are going to the fridge and just like ripping open packets and just eating fistfuls of it. I'm like, no, 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 kids. Mm. It's not bread. This is extortionate. But I may, I think I don't buy my kids massive presents. I get them stuff and all that, but I don't go mad on presents anymore because I basically they don't listen to this podcast. They're spoiled, ungrateful monsters. So. I always think, well, my gift to them is food. Mm. Um, that's my main and love. expenditure at Christmas is not gifts. Like Fro and I don't buy each other expensive stuff. We don't need expensive stuff. Like I'm not into it. And family, adults don't buy each other loads of stuff. But my gift is food, which is mainly a gift for me. I love it when I don't get anything, just like a card or a hug. Yep. Perfect. Because yep. then the money that I've saved, I can spend and get a load of Pro V1 golf balls or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New golf bag. I did order yeah. myself a pair of Timberland boots for saw those for rugby season. Keep my feet warm, and also saw look those. pretty cool, and be able to get out of a little bit of trouble if it occurs. Is <laughs> <laughs> that in case you got to do one? You like Sean Edwards, <laughs> and uh, and that was it. What did you did you get anything worth mentioning? <laughs> well. There might be family members that bought me something and um, got me something and are listening to this pod. Um, uh, do you know what? I did. I got a really cool present from my mother and father-in-law, which is a an antique um, cast iron and copper pan for the outdoor kitchen. Oh, cool. And it's be a medium-sized, I don't know what you call it. It's not like a flat pan, you know, like quite a tall pan. Yeah. Medium-sized pan, probably six inches deep. You'd put a soup in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You do your broccoli in it, but it is heavy, like proper heavyweight cast iron job. 
Now that to me is a cool present. And if you just leave it at that, I don't need anything else. I got a really cool sweatshirt for myself and it got arrived in the post on Christmas Eve. I didn't think it would arrive. It was like cheap thing, like from H&M, like 30 quid. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a bit of fun. The kids will hate that. I'll get that for myself. And um, I put it on and they were like, oh, that's nice. And Freya was like, oh, can I wrap that and call it a present tomorrow? Yeah. So I literally already taken the tag off. So she wrapped it and Perfect. wasted some paper. Sounds like you can make a potion now outside. Eh? It sounds like you've got a cauldron. You can yeah, make a- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, naughty children and the odd French bulldog. Um, yeah, did you get anything fun? No, just that was it, mate. That was it. Um, everyone asked me, like my family asked me. I'm like, nothing, please, just nothing. I said, it would annoy me if you get me a present. I'd rather just spend the money on the kids, get them something extra or whatever. I don't need yeah. anything because we're fortunate that if we do want to get something you know, a jumper or a pair of shoes, you know, normally we could just get, get it. it. You know, we don't have to yeah. save too much um, for a pair of boots or whatever. Um, so do feel fortunate. But no, nothing. Food was what I wanted. Nice bit of food. Had yeah. that. Um, I've watched. Should we get into watching? Well, speaking of watches first. Okay. There is something I'm struggling with at the moment. Right. Speaking of being, we are in fortunate positions. You and I are not, you know, wealthy men compared to lots of our peers, you know, but in the real world, we're comfortable for now. We're okay. You never know. And all that, but we are lucky. We know that. However, I got pissed before Christmas because I'm, you know, I'm like with that, with when I get the absolute pints down me with the lads. Yeah. Um, Well, you have that look about you that just glazed and just looking through people and it's speaking to you (laughs) and you're you're just looking through, looking through me, looking at someone behind, chatting at me missus and, you can't, and every every can't girl who walks over, it. I, it looks nice. I say, "You're a sight for sore eyes." <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen that on White Lotus. There's an old man. You're a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> yeah. That's a great line. Awful. I've never used it. It's not great. Um, so I got pissed for Christmas, and I the guy I like chat with on Instagram, who a watch guy, and I I kind of used to be quite into watches, and like now I don't pals. wear like pen pals. Yeah, yeah. I don't wear any. He likes Land Rovers and watches like I do, but I don't mm. wear any of my. I've got one semi-posh watch that is not even that posh that I wear and the strap's broken so I don't wear that at the moment and the others I just don't wear. So I'm thinking, why have I still got these things? Why am I paying to insure these things and put them in a safe? Why don't I just sell them? Because, oh, they're good to give the kids. It's like, well, do the kids want these things in 20 years? I don't know. So probably not. So um, I've got an Apple Watch like a lot of people have and that's all I wear really. And there's a new one the ultra has come out and it is like i know that apple get me i know they get people and they get you spending money you don't need to spend but what i did before christmas this guy i'm talking about he sent me this link to this limited edition casio g-shock with like i won't bore you with it but it's like this really cool crazy rain like multicolored face and it's all pay- it's really cool and it costs a lot, right? For a G-Shock, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I got pissed and ordered it. I woke up the next day, looked at my emails, and it's like confirmation. I was like, oh, shit. I'll never do that. And I had to say to Freya, I've ordered this thing. And she's like, do you know what? You just go for it. You love watches. You haven't bought yourself a watch in a long time. You've worked really hard. Just enjoy it. Mm. It arrived. I put it on, took it off, and I'm returning it today in the post. I just don't want it. I don't. The only thing I want is an Apple Watch Ultra. That's mm. what I want. But I've got an Apple Watch that works. So am I being stupid? Mm. Well, you're allowed to treat yourself, mate. Just like you're allowed to watch the darts. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's all I want. Just wear a Garmin. Can't be bothered with watches. Yeah, they are. I don't know. I sort of love them. And yeah, I know. I get that. And they're they're also a good investment, fella. Like, hold the value really well. Yeah, yeah. Which you can do. I've got that option. I was in um, I was in Solcombe in the summer standing outside the um, ice cream shop and I was wearing a watch and this bloke walks up to me and I don't want to, you know, sound judgy, Mm. but you and I know when, you and I, there's a good chance we know when someone is full of steroids or when someone isn't, Mm. right? It could be wrong. Sometimes you'd be wrong. Often you'd be right. We've trained with genetic freaks who train their asses off and eat right for 10, 15 years and don't look like they're on steroids. This guy walks over and he is covered in tats, which is fine. Shirt off, like he's carrying carpets, juiced up to the max, (laughs) bright red with tan. 
Um, Welsh accent. Uh, no, he didn't have Welsh accent. But this guy's like, whoa. And he's do- like, he doesn't fit in in Sulcombe. Everyone's welcome in Sulcombe, mate. But it was like, whoa. Um, he has got very, very white, perfect, large teeth. Yeah. And he's juiced up to the gills. And he says, all right, pal, is that one of those on your wrist? Let's have a look. And I said, oh. He called it something. And I was like, no, it's not, mate. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a- and he called it something else. Like, oh, yeah, it is one of those. I didn't, I've never heard, didn't know watches had a nickname. I showed him my watch. And he, like, grabbed my hand. Is that a Roly? Is that a Roly, mate? No, he called it a JC because it's like a James Cameron limited edition thing. Oh. So limited, they're everywhere. He's director, isn't he? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's to, it was to... He do Avatar. Yeah, it's to do with the film. Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh. So he grabbed my hand, but he grabbed it quite hard. Give oh. us a look. And I pulled my hand back. I said, hey, steady on, mate. And he's like, oh, sorry, mate, sorry, mate. And then his wife was there, his little girls were there, and that softened him a bit. He wasn't being aggressive. He was just obviously quite strong. And I think he was pissed. Clumsy. And he says, he says, is that real? I said, yeah. He goes, I'll tell you what, how long are you here for? I said, what do you mean? He goes, if you're here in 20 minutes, I'll bring you this much in cash. 20 minutes, this standing right here. I'll meet you right here with this much money in cash. Now, it is, this, this, is, this is more than double what I paid for the watch in 2016 or something. More than double what I paid for it. And he says, have you got the box and papers? I said, well, I've got them at home. He said, you send me those, I'll send you a grand. I'll, wire you an, I'll zap you an extra grand online, give you an extra grand for the mm. box and papers. This is significantly more than double what I paid for the watch. I was looking at it like, I don't even care about this watch. Like, Not that I don't care, I, I do love it in a way, but I'm wearing it, I wear it all summer because it goes in the sea. <laughs> and I don't have to, I don't, it's waterproof. Goes through the outfits. You know? When it goes in the sea, I can jump off the boat with it and not ruin it, and I haven't got to charge it, and it's just dur- it's just durable watch to me. And I was like, I looked, I was like, oh my god, um, this is, and I just said, no, this is dodgy, no, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. I look back now and think, mm, if you're one of those that. though, like if you're introduced to him through a friend, you know, you yeah, might, you might think twice because you, you, you know, someone knows a guy, but a complete random bloke come up to you. All of a sudden, then swap it over. He gives you the cash. You start hearing sirens. Yeah, well, they're Lights. fake notes or something. And yeah. I don't know. I was just yeah. like, well, this guy's like, yeah. he's grabbed my hand really hard. He wasn't aggressive, but he looked aggressive. He was really muscled and mm. juiced, like, you know, a completely hairless body, which mm. I always think is a bit odd. Um, and I was just like, oh, no. no. Dwayne, Dwayne Peel. Dwayne Peel. Yeah. Dwayne Peel on juice. So I didn't sell it. And I sort of look back and think, well, Ever since I got back, it's just been in a bag in a safe in my house. Mm. And what's the point? What is the point in having it? Well, if you pay that for it, someone else probably would online. Yeah, maybe. I might get old Paul from Watches of Wales to have a look at it, see if he wants to flog it for me. Mate, his name's not Paul. What's his name? Watches. That's his name. That's that's it. <laughs> he's a top bloke, mind. He yeah. gets around, he does. See him on Paul Instagram, he's Hornblower. everywhere. Mate. Yeah. That was the name he was christened, but he's now changed it by default. It's now, it's just watches. Watches. His watches coming. Yeah, watches is coming. I, I love watches. I haven't seen watches in ages. <laughs> he's such a good Watches, bloke, how are you? Oh, such a good bloke. Yeah. Obviously doing well, because he's never, he's always in bloody Dubai or somewhere, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's got good business, yeah. mate. Yeah. He has, yeah. People love watches. Yeah. And, um, yeah, massively. I think, is it worth, like, remember my, for my ex-father-in-law, was like in business and stuff and he got given gifts like you know here and there the gift here and there and he he's not a flash man but he'll have done pretty well in life and I remember once like they were moving or whatever and he said I've got some stuff in the safe and he had a couple of nice watches in the safe and he gave them to my ex-wife and said you can have these I've never worn them they just came in the box and they're they're both very very nice watches and she's like oh amazing and she never I bought I bought her a watch a year before that she really wanted and I'd done all this work for this uh, this guy I know and whatever, and he, I built up credit, and I just said, don't pay me, just build up credit, and one day I'll spend it in your store, which had watches in it. Yeah. And I did basically two years of work, you know, bits here and there, and in the end he said, you've, you've now got a budget of this, we'll give you a discount, you can now afford this. So I bought mm. my ex-wife a watch, and it was an amazing, it was really cool. So she never, ever wore these two she has never worn these watches they have never been on her wrist except when she tried them on on that day they've been in a drawer ever since so i sort of think am i going to save these watches forever do you want to make some money mate do you want to make some money because you give me the key to the house and i'll put my black clava on you know the one yeah i know the one 
leather gloves. I go in there, I'll find it. Although, although we're just making an insurance claim on the contents. Shall I tell mm. you what for? No. Freya got pickpocketed at the Bath Christmas markets. No way. Yeah, someone bumped into her coming out of, um, used to be Brogue Trader, but Loke of Bath. Yeah. And she's going in there to see a mate of ours that works in there. Yeah. Bumped into her and she's like, oh, hang on a minute, my phone's gone. Yeah. She'd just been on it when she walked in, gone. Location, wow. I've got a location tracker. She's with him, so he quickly texts me. I think I can't remember exactly how it worked. And I'm like, bang, location, already off, already gone. Done it, pro. Yeah. That's what I would do like in prison if I was trying to break someone out, just bump into one of the guards. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Got the keys. Yeah. Under the door. Off you go. Off you go, girls. I watched a video of, of someone nick that handshake thing where people nick your watch. I saw a yeah. video of that the other day. Yeah. People like, Man. They, t- they take you by surprise. They shake your hand. They're really pleased to meet you. Next minute, nothing on your wrist. Completely gone. I think I remember Richard Branson doing that as like a, they filmed him doing it obviously on his plane. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Richard. And Magicians do him. And he walks off and he's taking their watch. Yeah. Dynamo. So rich. Dynamo would do it. Yeah. David Blaine would probably close his eyes and the watch would lift off your wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Like the force. Um, can, right, telly we were going yeah, to talk about. So <laughs> I went to a cinema I've not been to before. It's called Every Man. In Cardiff, they're, who's they're, allowed to go there? They're dotted around the place. Um, yeah, go there. Purely men, purely men. It's one yeah. of those. They've got a sauna there as well. Oh um, god! Play a lot of eighties music. It's great fun. Oh god! Yeah. But no, it's called Every Man, and they—they, they, I'm pretty sure it's about thirty people, around thirty people per cinema, and you've got real big comfy seats. You've got. Uh, a waiter, a waitress, come take your food order, delivers it to your seat. You've got loads of room. A um, bit more expensive, obviously, but really enjoyed it. First time being there, took my two oldest kids to watch Avatar 2. I think it's called... It might, it might not be called Avatar 2, but it's the second... Um, it's a sequel to Avatar. Three hours, ten minutes long, and loved it. And it's not you don't it's not one of those films where you check your phone either. You know Oh it's, really? Yeah, it's you're you're in from the start. You're absorbed by it. I thought I've really enjoyed it. Quite sad in parts, but good. If you like the first avatar, you'll definitely like the second avatar. Didn't see it. Okay. Would you take kids? Well yes. Yeah. What is rating it, is it? Is it twelve, uh, maybe? 10? Okay. No, is there a ten? I don't know what rating is it is. Yeah, twelve. But my both my twelve with an adult, so but both my kids loved it. It was really good. Sat there for three really? hours, watched it. Did that. Um, I finished House of Dragon, which was all right. Um, yeah. Been watching you can all you the see dance. why I dropped out of it? Yeah, I can a little bit. But I was watching it when I was on a plane um, at a hotel with rugby sort of thing. So nothing else really to watch. But I've just been doing the darts, mate, really. Doing the darts. I've got Happy Valley. That's the next thing to watch. No, the third season's out now. So... Hasn't been loads of TV. Been a fair bit of sport over Christmas, but yeah. I say, what have you been? What's been tickling your fancy? Well, Tommy, since you ask, um, watch. There's only two episodes. Mayflies on BBC mm. iPlayer, which is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant TV. Um, two best mates. One of them. I won't ruin it for you. Um, yeah, there's 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 a theme to it. I won't ruin. Basically, it, I'm not ruining it for you. One of them, you find out straight away. One of them is has been diagnosed with terminal cancer, mm. and it is amazing. It's brilliant, brilliant telly. Everyone balling, brilliant. Made the kids watch um, 24 hours in A and E the other night. Um, Mika described, Buddha described it as hell because <laughs> it made her cry out loud, yelp with crying two or three times. There was an old man in there who got his wife on the phone and started crying. I miss you. I think I'm, I feel like I'm never going to see you again. And she burst into tears. Won't stop talking about how awful and inappropriate it was um, for her. Um, so Mayflies have done Slow Horses Series 2, Apple TV, Wicked. Oh, I've got that to watch as well, actually. I might really do that good. before Happy Valley. Yeah, really good. And we've done the first episode of Happy Valley because that's all there is at the moment. Mm. Of season three. Of season three. Mm. Um, some people like me... I haven't didn't watch Happy Valley originally because it was it looked a bit soft. Um, 
and I like darker stuff like you because of stuff that happened in our childhoods and uh, the worlds we're from. But it's that is top of the range telly. And the good news is for all the ladies that it's got his name's James Norton, one of the world's most attractive men in it. Okay, so it's great news for um, anyone who's into that. Um, although episode one, he's let himself go a bit, but he'll he'll come back. He'll come back. Oh. Um, and incidentally, he is in the play, the play, the theatre version of a book called A Little Life um, um, that I just read, which apparently, uh, which will be great and he's going to be amazing in it because the book was amazing. But yeah, I'm reading Sniper One at the moment. It's a book. About sounds, about, sounds very you. <laughs> about um, uh, a sniper unit in um Bedford cl- close to Basra sorry Basra uh i think like 2001 2002 2003 era um it's really it's really good enjoying it yeah account of sort of some of the conflicts they had around a local town yeah yeah it's good it's good okay it's one of those it's got loads of action in it it's obviously first hand witness as well from yeah First-hand account information, so it's good. Enjoying that. Uh, loads of other books to to read, but I just I was googling books, um, sort of non-fiction books, crime. Quite like a lot of crime. Um, something that's something that I'll just find interesting to know a little bit more about. Um, okay. Yeah. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, right. so, uh, That's w- good. Well done, mate. That's good. Shall, um, we, shall we just touch upon some of the big rugby stories? Don't have, won't talk about all of rugby going on, but a couple of big things. Obviously, Gats back in now. Um, he's yep. not kept Stephen Jones or Gethin Jenkins. Thought he might keep Gethin, didn't you? Thought so. Didn't think defence was... Defence is always an issue, no matter what team you're with. But Wales made a lot of tackles, which isn't a good thing, I don't think, because you're making a lot of tackles because you're under a lot of pressure and you're not doing enough with the ball. But the completion rate was really high out of all those yeah. tackles being made. So, yeah, I thought I, I thought he might have kept Gethin because he was a big fan of Gethin as a player. Loved him as a player. But it's looking like Paul Gustard or, or maybe Steve Tandy. But I wouldn't thought Steve Tandy would leave Scotland at the moment. Who knows? Yeah. Money talks. Um, you know, there's no money in Welsh rugby, but all of a sudden we got enough money to pay off. Wayne Pivak, Stephen Jones, Gethin Jenkins, Dean Ryan has officially left now. Uh, the Dragons. So I mean, there's a, there's enough. Taking a long time to announce that. There's enough money to pay people off. Okay. Uh, and 
Rob Howley, I believe, was Gatlin's first choice, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to take him or whether that's going to be agreed or not. I, I don't actually know the dynamics of who's got final say and whether this has to be put through. Well, I imagine it would have to be put through, you know, a committee um, of Nigel Walker, Steve Phillips, um, but the, some of the other candidates might be Mark Jones, who spent a bit of time at Crusaders, former winger uh, for yep. Scarlets and Wales, and it was at Worcester as well. So, yeah, not sure. Um, Got to make some decisions soon because we ain't far away. Fourth of February, Ireland at home. And you need time God, to plan. Yeah, it's close. You need time to plan. So that was that's probably some of the biggest stories that are happening in Welsh rugby. The derbies well, were good over the Christmas period, Flats. The yeah. Bit of positivity back in Good win for the Welsh Ospreys, rugby. mind. It, yeah, really good win. Um, beat the Scots as well. There's a red card of Calamifomi through a punch, through two punches actually, which you don't Did often he? see. Yeah. He was sort of pulled out of a ruck by Ross Moriarty by his head guard. Um, Ross Moriarty then was trying to that's out of order mind pull him to the ground with his head guard and he just ended up lashing out yeah but did a proper job on him like got what he wanted Ross Moriarty got a reaction uh, got a red card and game over essentially for Scarlets they lost another had another red card then the week after yeah and won the game yeah yeah no, sorry. The, the red card was against the Dragons, which they won the game in Canada. I mean, the red card before was Thomas Lazenza, um, and they lost that against the Ospreys. So, games would be good. That's all I cared about. I didn't really care about who won or lost. You just want good games that people can get excited about. Very careful, mate. I said, um, I said on Twitter a year or so ago to a mate, um, he's like, it's so depressing, Bath losing every week. I said, mate, try not caring who wins or loses, it's way easier. So it's mm. a joke, obviously. And some guy fired into me and said, oh, right. Is that his name? Some guy? Some guy Where's fired into Asia. me. You're a disgrace. You're, an, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. And um, I've always thought you were this. I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. I'm just not worried who wins or loses, mate. Mm. Sorry about that. And it's clearly telling a season ticket holder and Bath, someone who's Bath through and through not to care is obviously a joke. Um, anyway, Get over it, and um, but it, it does make life easier when you're less emotionally invested. But I yep. realise the fans are they're all in, um, yeah, and they all expect you to be in because you're Bath legend. No, I'm a former Bath player. Mm. Um, it's a big difference. Um, Borthwick in for England. Yep, big story, Tommy. Yeah, um, not a massive surprise. Kevin Singfield has come with him. Um, Matt Proudfoot was announced as having a job at Stellenbosch University uh, before the England forwards coach before England even announced he'd left. Mm. <laughs> so England didn't have time to announce that before his new job was announced. Um, Richard Cockerell has been retained. Um, Martin Gleeson, the attack coach, has been retained. Um, it's funny what you hear when once a coach is gone. I mean, it, there's, there's, we said this before, there's never any point in asking current players what a coach is like, you know. Mm. Um, it's funny what you hear once a coach is gone. Not that I've heard a lot or I've been speaking to people over Christmas and New Year, really, but you pick up the odd thing and there's no point in asking a current player what their coach is like in, in an interview because they're only going to say one thing, obviously. Yep. They're not stupid. But um, it's uh, it's interesting now you hear stuff like Gleeson, you know, one, one thing I've heard a couple of times is that Gleeson had some brilliant ideas in attack and was just basically shut down. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that Steve Borthwick has decided, I think I'm right in saying, uh, to retain Martin Gleeson in attack. So that's interesting. So, and again, first game against Scotland, the good news for Borthwick and England is that it's at Twickenham. Not that that's held Scotland back the last few years, but... You want to play home, mate. First game. It's my, yeah, and the Scotland away first game is particularly tough. Anyone away, bar Italy with respect, and hopefully they're coming on a bit actually, but you know, you want a home game, don't you? Mm. So that it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to watch England if you're English. Um, but yeah, so Borthwick in. Uh, Leicester now have Richard Wigglesworth. He's stopped playing after 350 years in the Premiership and... He's now head coach at Leicester, interim head coach, um, not having it all their own way. So, again, that's an interesting one to watch. Um, Sia Khaleesi is going to Racing 92. Big moves. Yep. Um, 
he's obviously going for the experience to experience uh, a different part of the world and just spend a bit of time in Europe. That's a joke. Mm. He, he's, you know, I'm sure he's looking forward to being in Paris. It'd be great fun. But these boys got to get paid, mate. So his value would just be colossal now, wouldn't it? Be Khaleesi, mm. colossal. Yep, yep. Uh, Good on him. Few Good on him. Yeah, well, I'm worried Wales might lose a few players. Now, they can start negotiating now because I think budgets have been agreed. And now they Finally. Start, they might be able to... Yeah, all four regions said they wouldn't... No one would um, sign any players um, during this period where... They didn't know what money they were going to get from WIU. Already lost Will Rowlands and Max Llewellyn. A little bit worried we might lose some more. Um, only time will tell now. Joe Marler banned for a couple of weeks for yeah. a slur about opponent's mother. Yeah. Mm. This is one of those ones that... When I say you can't win, you can win. I, you I, just say what you think. What do you mm, think? I don't think you can win. I think it's so subjective. I think people say one thing if you say um, he's bang out of order um, because he didn't know, he, you know, what was happening. You know where who 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 was he saying it to? Flats remind me, Jake Heenan. Yeah, he didn't know Jake Heenan's mother was in hospital. Um, and then others will say that you know there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's just a it's just a slur. It happens all the time. So, don't know what to make of it. It it's important that you think. Well, Joe Marler didn't know that Jake Heenan's mother was not well when he said it because he doesn't know Jake Heenan, right? Mm. Didn't have his phone number, so doesn't know him. So that is unfortunate. But the point that I think Joe Marler himself made, but lots of people made for him was that don't say those things to people because you never know what's going on in people's lives, which is a yeah. view, an, an approach to life that Joe Marler himself has espoused before. He, he has, you know, he's mentioned that himself before. You never know what problems people are going through. So it's, and it's one of those things, rugby's gone soft. This happens every, this happens every weekend in amateur rugby. Yeah, okay. But you're not on TV on a microphone and you're not, if you're playing for the local pub on a Sunday and there's five people watching, and five, three of them are kids, you are potentially role models for those three kids. These guys, people can say rugby players shouldn't be your kids' role models or whatever. These guys are role models for... They are, whether you like it or not. Amateurs. Whether you want, think you should be or not, you are. Yeah, agreed. So it as soon as people are allowed to do these things and do these things, these things will be copied, just like people will want haircuts like Joe Marler, just like they will want boots like Joe Marler, mm. tattoos like Joe Marler, just like they'll want to be you know, kind of eccentric. a novel character on the field, eccentric on the field. They, they'll, they'll want people, some people will want to ape that and, comic, and mimic that. So, and the whole notion that, one thing I do think is a load of rubbish is the whole notion that Carl Dixon heard it and how could he not hear it, not having it. It's like, no, no, don't forget, Dixon knows, he's well aware that he's reffing his old club at his old home ground and some of his former teammates. If he ta If he hears that and sends off Joe Marler, that is a massive tick in Carl Dixon's refereeing box. Massive, because it's just proof. If anyone needs it, it's absolute proof of objectivity. So he would probably, in inverted commas, have quite liked to have heard it so that he could take action and prove that he is, you know, it's reasonable that he referees his old team, which some people think he shouldn't. So not having that at all. The, the ultimate answer is don't say it. And if you're someone who says game's gone soft, can't call someone's mother... Uh, whatever it is um, anymore it happens every weekend well nice one mate <laughs> cool I'm really glad I'm not spending my Sundays with you it does happen like, like, you think of all the stuff that's been said in games and life has changed slightly since yeah. 20 years ago Yeah, and certain things that are acceptable back then which aren't now everything yeah. Everything you know, TV's changed. You know, like Little Britain now is banned from. I know. If you TVs. think about that, yeah. So I think you have to take that into into context as well. That's a good point. He, and again, again, he said it bang. He said it yeah. bang on where the ref is as well, where there's microphones so people can listen to. I'm sure much worse things have been said um, at the bottom of rucks and everything. But yeah, I mean, it's certainly stopped people from, you know, trying to to wind up players verbally. Um, but I suppose 
That's what I mean. I don't know what to make of it, mate. I don't know what to make of it. I'll tell you what I don't understand is why four weeks of the six-week sentence ban were suspended. I don't... I just, not saying it should. I just don't know why. Mm. Um, I just don't know. But also, Brian Moore did a, you know, typically very good piece in The Telegraph about it. And, um, you know, he often has... He's very bright, isn't he? So he's taken the real interesting com- columns he writes. And... Um, He's like, it's not much of a deterrent. If you you want him to stop doing these, if you want someone to stop doing these things, actual punishments are the way forward. And, you know, what Joe Marler said to, um, oh God, who was it? The the prop, you know, the uh, Samson Lee. Yeah. Um, and then the, I, I remember thinking the Halloween Jones thing was, I mean, I'll be completely honest. I thought that was blown up out of all proportion. And if Halloween Jones hadn't in the, in the, um, into post-match interview said it's something world rugby might have to look at are going to have to look at or whatever he said i was like oh god he's properly like the old tweak the old tweak of the balls like okay exeter chiefs it's different because they're on the same team but a couple of years ago their match cele- their try celebration was tapping each other i know but then you know you, you speak to some rugby dads who coach at the weekend and then all of a sudden then the, the young kids are doing it to each uh, other yeah you're and, right you're right i'm yeah and I'm I'm doing that thing where you just dismiss things because yeah. you're a bit of a glit. You're right. You are right. You are right. You can't you can't have it. But it's the way the world is now. For well, but ten weeks felt that felt quite punchy at the time. And twenty thousand quid for saying that to Samson Lee. It's like oh, this is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, England get more than that per game, so it's all relative. But I don't know. I think it is this is two weeks a two game ban a deterrent. I'm um, probably is yeah because it's been a bit of public shaming and all that stuff that adds to it. Um, and I'm not saying it was all blown out of proportion. I think you can't say those things anymore. And the w- one thing Brian Moore says, which I always think is interesting, is that sledging, the idea that rugby is full of great sledges and sledging is complete rubbish. There's almost no sledging in any games. Like There's abuse. There's not abuse. There's there's threats and that sort of stuff. And there's ver- a bit you of You don't verbal. have the time. You don't have, Like no. cricket, you have loads of time because you've got the yeah. wicketkeeper, you've got the batsman, there's time in between balls. It's, you know happens regularly but in rugby it's so fast paced I mean the only time you've got really is when the whistle blows but then you end up going together in groups and you yep. end up having a chat with um, your units or you have a drinks break so the only yep. time you're able to do it is maybe at the bottom of a ruck or if you're getting back to your feet and it's just you and a, and a couple of others maybe or yep. when you come to scrums but then yep. it's now picked up on the mics mate there's, there's no chat obviously this happened at a scrum there is no chat in scrums. There's hardly any sledging at all, ever. You know, and yes, you know, you and I played till, what, 2012 or whatever, when basically everything except TMO that exists now existed then. There was all the cameras, HD, ref mics, everything. But we also played in the late 90s, early noughties, where there was a lot less going on in terms of mics and cameras. And there was still hardly anything. You get called this or that, but it's not, there's no... I imagine you're too hanging mate there's too much to think about um but yeah I, I, yeah it's uh you can't yeah you can't allow these things to happen is the point you just you can't this is the thing another thing is that look at how football players professional football players treat officials and talk to each other and the officials on the field like it's you know, my old man always said, you know, alcoholics don't turn alcoholic overnight. It starts with a pint too many or it starts with a pint, you know, it starts with a glass or something and it's a, slip, it's, a slip, you know, it's a slippery slope. So you have to be vigilant and all that sort of stuff. Because, yeah, and it's, you, to get to get to football, rugby doesn't just suddenly quickly overnight become like football. It's a slippery slope of managing how players talk to officials and how players talk to each other on the field. So you do have to stamp these things out or before you know it, you'll be looking at, you'll be like watching the Premier League at the stoop and it'll be minging because everyone will be hammering each other the whole time and you can't have that. So cause then the kids will be copying it and it's the same thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. We've laboured that, but we, that's all right. Uh, yeah. We agree, I think, mate. I'm just we looking agree. at the time now. We said we'd do half hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. We always do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to end it there, all right? Yeah, I like it when we finished 15, 20 minutes early because everyone <laughs> thinks I'm upstairs for an hour and I get 20 minutes on my phone, on my own. Yeah, you want to tell... I've got to go straight down now. You want to tell everyone we're starting doing two-hour pods now and you can have a little sleep with the pillow. Yeah, home. I'll get a text within three minutes saying, are you done yet? <laughs> I will. I'm not going down. When it goes silent, it. just keep talking. 
flicking through your phone. Yeah. 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 Right, boy, we're back, all right? We're back. 2023. <sighs> well done. It's good we're to back be back. And we're bad. Literally bad. Um, have you got any New Year's resolutions? Um, Lose weight. There we are. Yep. You? Same. Good lad. Same. Party, party harder. Might do it, might not. Yeah. Um, Enjoy life. Just whatever. give everything for 14th or 15th of March in Cheltenham. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. Yolo. Yeah, I'll try and peak for that. I'll lose weight after that, I think. That's what I'll do. All right, boy. All right, lad. Bye, nice boy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 